Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yeah, what's good? It's Wale and it's One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Welcome to One Nation Radio. You said uh, Vince McMahon plays a song backstage? Uh, I was saying that jokingly, not on the mic, but yeah, since he said it, yeah. He, 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 yeah. Historically, he does play this no, all you, the time. You ain't holding no titles, my nigga, please. <laughs> you ain't holding no straps like these, my nigga, please. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Now, what are we supposed to do with this? Where do you go from here now? No idea. All right. But, um. <laughs> I forgot to even fade this shit out, so it's about to just stop abruptly. On five, four, three, two, one. There we go. Um, so, welcome to One Nation Radio. Um, those of you guys listening for the first time, and shout out to all the new followers. Uh, what up to ODB who, from TNA who recently uh, followed us, if she's listening. Oh. Um, That's kind of disappointing. Like, shout out to ODB. On, oh. Thought he was dead. All right. Never mind. <laughs> the other ODB, I guess. All right. Um, Battleground. Um, I was there in attendance. Um, and then Monday Night Raw. Um, a lot of things. In Miami. Happened. Yeah, in Miami. Uh, I'm thinking I should have just made the trip, but you know, I, I, had, I had to go back to work. <laughs> Hell no. But it's not worth it. I'm not about to drive no four hours for Raw. The, you know, this ain't like no. This ain't no night after uh, WrestleMania crowd. This is yeah. a night after Battleground crowd. Yeah. Like we're still too. We don't know if Battleground will be around next year. Think about it this way: like we've done two. One's been one's been one's been a pretty good pay per view. The other one was like the worst pay per view of the year last year. So yeah. this may be like they might, the branding purpose might just drop this and come up with something else. Bring back, in fact, drop it and bring back King of the Ring. That, that's always going to be the popular. Opinion. Yes, bring back King of the Ring. I am. Um, you I, don't like tournaments? Yeah, I mean, I love them. Um, I wasn't disappointed at all. I, you know, I was live in attendance. Um, Kind of near where Roman Reigns um, came out, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good show. I uh, solid pay per view. Uh, we definitely the whole crowd lost their minds during the uh, Usos and um, Wyatt family match. Might like, be, yeah, <sighs> it's one of the it's, it's going to be a match of the year candidate unless they, something happens. As, you know, the subsequent, but so far, yeah, that's you know, up there. Like, it is up there, and there was a lot of the crowd kept trying to turn on the Usos, but the Usos just wouldn't let it happen. And shouts out to them. Um, we also, on that match, we had, uh, you know, we thought we had Ambrose and Rollins, but it turned out to be a whole, like, gimmick to basically make these boys fight and, you know, roll that bitch over, like, you know, yeah. like a skins, you know, <laughs> like a skins game. I honestly think that they, they said, all right, we got plenty enough stuff for this pay-per-view to make this pay-per-view just be good enough. We ain't trying to, like, put enough on this card to make it seem like it's a fantastic pay-per-view. They don't just want to give it away. They had to have some stuff to, like, hold over until summer. Oh, we were pissed in the it's, crowd, It though. seemed like, <laughs> imagine you're watching. Imagine you're in the stands watching, or you're um, just... He wanted the millions and millions of people on WWE Network looking, <laughs> tuning yeah. in uh, to, to watch pay per view. And you're like, you know, the, everyone thought it was going to be the, possibly the best match of the night. Just, no, nah, we're going to roll it over four weeks later. Yeah. Like, get, you know, y'all keep waiting for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand it. I don't like it, but I understand it, I guess. Um, Paige and AJ have a. Dud. Yeah. Uh, a lot Matt of folks on a lot of a lot of folks on the internet. I was like uh, saying, you know, this is y'all dream match. You know, this this is this is it. Like Michael, really? <laughs> huh? 
really trying to say it was good. No, it wasn't. They botched three different times. Like bad, like not even like some, okay, I can let it slide. Like, for example, on Raw, you saw Ziggler versus uh, Miz, and they botched um, trying to get him over the top rope or whatever so they can do the little thing and continue with Miz trying to hide, hide the moneymaker. Not the case. Like, they botched their the what is now I consider the page spot where you're tussling and then you go through the ropes and spill over it spills all the way over the apron yeah. and to the mat. They botched that. They botched uh what was supposed to be like the, the sunset flip uh power bomb where uh AJ almost broke Paige's neck. <laughs> and then they botched uh, then they also botched the uh her finisher. Like uh, AJ's submission, which can I can I just be honest with you, bro? Go ahead. Okay. I talked to you about this a little earlier in the week. Now, when someone has a finisher that's a submission move, it's supposed to be incapacitating pain until it makes you want to submit in the match. Right. Correct? You know, tap out, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So, explain to me how you can give someone a submission move that that can somehow incapacitate someone, but at the same time, they can stand and not only stand, hold you on their back like they're piggybacking you like a bit, like you're a child. Doesn't that mean that it's not that painful when they just walk their ass over and hold them through them? Isn't it like, how is that more, how, explain to me how whatever the name of that move is, is more like, more incapacitating than a sleeper hold. I thought it was, it was a good thing that they let someone break out of that shit like where she flipped her. But someone need to like someone drop her little ass, like <laughs> exactly. That's my. That's why it makes no sense. Let's like, try I, that fuck shit on Tamina, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. some more yeah. drop. Like I get, I get the point. Like, oh yeah, she has her arm, but nah, bro. Like it, it's we know how bodies are flexible. That doesn't that she's Speak, not putting enough. Speaking of some shit, no, that ain't making sense. This is a bad sense. looking move. Speaking of some shit, that ain't making sense. Uh, you know, Cameron was victorious over Naomi, and. We were not pleased in the crowd. Like it was a Naomi heavy crowd there. Like I, well, was, I mean, it's, it's Tampa, St. Pete area. I mean, yeah. she's from St. Pete. Yeah. So we we was all you know talking about that. We was all about that Naomi life, you know. And the only explanation I can get, I can glean from that would be okay. They just wanted to continue this thing, but I don't know how they continue this when some SummerSlam's on. Only way to get a resolution now is on TV. Unless they're going to do that on pre-show again. I don't think they wasted it. Neither do I. Right. Exactly. Um, it's good to see Zack Ryder back, though. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with Zack Ryder, you know, getting on the card. Um, the next uh, match that was on there was uh, Jack Swagger and Rusev had a pretty hard-hitting contest, but it ended in a count-out, and that prompted me to say, what the fuck is this, all this bait-and-switch shit? Like, like, is this WCW? They were trying to... That was another holding pattern idea. Like we gotta, they wanted a non-finish, a non-decisive finish, so that they can get a, something to actually happen at SummerSlam, which was a, that was seen to be the whole thing of the night. It's like, yeah, we know this pay before SummerSlam. We don't want to give you guys anything. And I guess they got a little bit of heat for that um, promo Lana did at Battleground, but um, yeah, I heard about that. I mean, it's wrestling. Sorry. I don't want to say. I mean, it's not wrestling. Some. I mean, obviously, we talk about, um, you know, whether or not they should go with certain things based off the fact of whether it's in you know good taste or not. But, um, I would say that it's just there's only so much that she can talk about and have it be interesting. As opposed to people like you rather have her get booed than people be like, eh, whatever. Indifferent. Yeah. I mean. 
like if they offended people, that's kind of the point of their whole gimmick. Moving on, uh, very hard hitting match. Um, I would I had made the joke while I was in the crowd, like I was heckling Rusev pretty decent. And I was like, it would hurt more if you wore shoes. Like, while I was kicking him, and the whole section, like, busted out laughing. And I was, you know, yelling my famous hashtag, you know, hashtag buy Rusev shoes. Um, you know, y'all can fund that at richladder32 at gmail.com if y'all want to, you know, go ahead and make a donation towards that um, on PayPal. Um, but um, the next match, Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? Bray Wyatt. I'm glad to see Jericho get the win. First time I ever saw Jericho in person. I, I marked out uh, uh-huh. pretty decent. So did everyone else. And the crowd wasn't, you know, usually they'll turn on the baby face just to go with all the Bray Wyatt shit, you know. And the, all his Jericho fans weren't having that shit. Like, we we weren't, you know, about to allow that, that bullshit to, to slide over. But I will admit, you know, that all the cell phones in there, that's just a bit creepy. They do put a, a big thing around the graphic, like, with, like, lights it like on lights, it. It'll, like, lights outside. Yeah, like, kinda, like, stars outside. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it kind of, like, encourages you yeah, to do the same thing. Yeah, they added it. They, they, like, that happened, but the phenomenon of that happened first, and then they added that later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, been watching <laughs> WWE Network a whole lot, like, that's how I noticed it. The um, I actually twit picked myself during the lights, you know, yeah, with, with a perturbed face. Like, can y'all believe this bullshit? Like, <laughs> so, uh, the match was just it kind of ended out of nowhere. I rewatched it. Um, it, it was a definitely a different match than um when I was watching it live. I kind of like I I wasn't paying attention just because it was like. Uh. So you were saying Bray Wyatt happened. What did you mean by that? Like, Bray Wyatt either has, like, blind matches or has spectacular matches. There's no, like, oh, he, he never has, like, an in-between solid match. It's either, like, eh, or it's either 4 out of 10 or it's, or it's like, a 9. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't, or as far as his pay-per-view matches, and that's kind of weird, but. <clears throat> oh, I, I, I'll say this. The Extreme Rules match he had, that match was pretty good, but the finish was so stupid. Yes, that was, like, that was, that was terrible, like. The booking in that, like my uh, my friend Mike said, that was like straight out of TNA, <laughs> straight out of TNA. And, and like I was talking to Josh earlier this week, and Josh thought, you know, he what thought, up, Josh? He thought it was a really good match, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Like, I like nah. Why in Jericho? Yeah, I was like nah. He thought it was a re- like a really good match. I was like nah, bro. Me and you talk. I mean, you talk about these kind of matches. You'll be saying shit that I thought was awesome, four out of ten. And you're a far harsher, harsher judge than I am. So if you think that shit's good, like nah. Yeah. That is, to me like that's on the that's a that's a real mediocre match for those two. Yeah. Um so I'm 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 counting on Jericho to, to fix this as he, you know, has in the past with guys. So um, you know, Wyatt is not being buried at, like people on the internet, you know, love to, you know, just say Meanwhile, he's won every single feud except the Cena feud, which he ain't supposed to win anyway. Yeah. He beat Daniel Bryan. Shut up. Yeah. He beat Daniel Bryan in feud. I'm not hearing that. Yeah. Like, no. Um, like, Daniel Bryan never beat him. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Well, he... No, no. He never beat once. him. He beat his ass in the cage on yeah. that one Raw, but he never beat him in an actual match. Yeah. That might be somewhere they go in the future. Um, oh, we'll get to Daniel Bryan later. 
Um, Karate Man Daniel Bryan. Or uh, Burglar Stopper Daniel Bryan. Burglar Stopper. You know, don't, don't, they came out there kicking that fuck shit. <laughs> you know. That might be the uh, official motto of One Nation Radio besides, um, you know, besides we can't wait to sell out is don't come kicking that fuck shit. <laughs> I mean, I'll say it like this, right? Daniel Bryan is cool. That's a cool story. Yeah, it's just as cool as it is. It could have been real fucking tragic. Yeah. Um, you want to get in there or do you want to continue? Oh, we'll continue. We'll get back all to right, that. All right. Um, and I think I'm forgetting about a match, but I'll just go into the Fatal 4-Way. Um, pretty standard run-of-the-mill Fatal 4-Way. I saw it, and I was watching the stands just like this, like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it heated up towards the end. Reigns was so over. That, yeah. Like, the the whole crowd wanted Reigns. Look, we knew it wasn't going to happen. But the whole crowd was just electric for Reigns the whole night. Yeah. Like, anytime he'd pop up on on the graphic, mm-hmm. uh, when he made the entrance, like, he was probably, like, 10 feet away from me. And people were pushing each other out of the way to, like, just get a glimpse of this man. It was ridiculous. Like, Rubberneckers. Yeah. He, um, he's super over, but he's still not ready. Um, I would say, and Josh made a good point of this. Um, <clears throat> despite at the end where he does like his kick to the guy that's hanging on the rope, how he did it to three people in a row, and he was like, "That was so unrealistic." And I was like, "And then I was like, yeah, but it's not like any. It's still more at least like the setup of that move is like, all right, you're in the corner. I I hit you with a knockout punch. Basically, you you basically fall over and you just end up in that spot. Then I go out and kick you. It's better than you know." The John the John Cena leg drop from the top rope where a guy gets up and leans yeah. over the whole time for five minutes waiting for him to jump, jump <laughs> and get the leg drop. He was like, "Yeah, you got a point." Unrealistic moves, <clears throat> man. There's so many unrealistic moves. How about the fucking Irish whip? Like, you <laughs> <laughs> talking about like, and I, I mean, I actually at one point I encouraged you to write a, a write a list of. Vegas moves in professional wrestling or whatever, and yeah. then I was like, "Yeah, number one, no matter what it is, it has to be the Irish whip." Has to be. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, guys setting up their spots, this is kind of what we, y'all ever seen Rob Van Dam? Like, <laughs> that, that's just a spot to spot to spot to spot. Um, but rolling over into Monday Night Raw. Um, talk you about. The, you forgot the Battle Royal. The Battle Royal, yes, that's what it was. Okay. Um, the Battle Royal where Miz was laying on the ground. He was, I didn't see it. I didn't rewatch the Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. But you told me they, they were fucking up a lot. Like, yeah. and showing Miz, like, I, I was texting you, I, right, I was they there. Showed the cut, all right, they showed a cut where he, you can see him, is like, like, he got hit, and then you saw him roll out from the bottom, and then I was like, all right, well, I know he's down there. Right. But you know me, I'm kind of, you know, it's a battle roll, you know, most of it is just guys, like, hanging onto the ropes, hitting each other, acting like they actually wrestling or not. And Kobe so, Kingston saving himself. Yeah, so, <laughs> he's hanging out there, so then they showed the back, the cameraman from the back, like, the back side of where the camera view is, mm-hmm. and you're like, Okay, so I'm pretty sure from where you were sitting, you were looking at him seeing Miz lay down there yeah. for five for five hours. Yeah, like yeah. he was like so I was I was facing the like where you I was facing the hard yeah, camera. Exactly. So that's exactly where I have an issue because you obviously you were in the arena and you were texting me. So that means obviously you're ahead of the camera, you're ahead of my yeah. feed on on the network, and I'm watching from my phone. So I'm getting text, and I'm like, avoid don't even look at the text because he's about to blow. He's about to like he's about to buck something up for me. So. <laughs> Um, so then I saw it, I was like, yeah, I mean, I already knew he was there, so he didn't really mess it up for me. So then, 
uh, they cut away toward when he got back in the ring, got thrown out the other, another time where he rolled out his own self. I forgot which one. I think he got thrown out from the bottom. So he's literally like hanging like out front of the uh, tables where uh, like JBL and, and the yeah, commentators are like by the where the belt is. Because they messed up. They had a cameraman that was by the belt mm-hmm. and he was looking at the action. He panned over toward the belt to zoom in on the belt mm-hmm. and you see Miz ass land right next to the thing and I'm like they fucked it up like I was like this production and the second it happened they, it happened they tried to cut it immediately and I was did like, this yeah, man late. fire somebody yes or no no nah, I mean it just happens like they it, stuff moves so fast and this production crew back there and they don't like they have all the screens up looking but like when you're telling someone to go from, from camera A or camera 1 to 4 or whatever it's just going to be an issue you're always going to have those issues. Like, like, the thing is, even for a crowd, which, I mean, the thing for crowds is, like, you know, they always, at this point now, these matches are for TV. They're not for the crowds. Yeah. The way they, the way they do their camera, how they close up shots or whatever, so you can't see what the other person's doing. They may be on the ground, it's a top, high, top rope spot, that sort of thing. And, like, when they did that, they completely botched. I was like, wow. So I feel like I'm in the crowd right now. Yep. I feel like I'm in the yep. crowd right Cause now. Because I was sitting there, like, staring at Miz the entire time. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, okay, when's he going to get in? Like, and, you know, everyone was going ape shit for Ziggler. Like, Did they forget that Miz was sitting right there? Was yeah. Was in there or something? Yeah, like, it was just the, the pop he got from doing the super kick to Sheamus. Like, gotcha. anytime Ziggler used that super kick, you know, it's... It, it, just, it just makes it, you know, we just get flashbacks, you know. The one thing I will say that I did enjoy was knowing, like, once they, those were the final, or those were the final three, and, like, those were the, Seamus and Ziggler were two in the ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, I knew, like, all right, I know what's about to happen. Miz, like, Ziggler's going to win, or he's going to not eliminate Seamus, and then Miz is going to eliminate Ziggler, and then they're going to have a feud, probably. Yeah. And that's, you know, then the very next night on Raw, they had um, they had a great match, so I, I'm I'm happy with that. Let's go Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> but moving into Monday Night Raw, we'll come back to Raw in the next segment. Um, this is One Nation Radio. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. Hey man, I'm playing this like my question is this: still to this day. I don't know what they're changing before they get to the when I say Uzi, I'll say oh. So, I don't. You don't can, get that? Can I get, all right. I remember back when um, Carl Rodriguez was doing um, announcements for um, Alberto Del Rio. That seems like it was four years ago, bro. And, <laughs> and when he came out, he would uh, like people would transfer transcribe the next night, like the next day, what he said in Spanish for people that don't speak Spanish. Yeah. And it would be the most hilarious shit ever. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, like, if that's the case. Like, if they're, like, if they're shooting on the whole crowd and we're just like, what are we like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. They're like, fuck you, niggas. Bitches in the crowd. Yeah, Usos. Bro, that would be funny. Like, he's all these the translation stuff. Especially, like, when it comes to Rusev. We don't know what he's saying. Yeah, he's probably calling us the N-word all up and down. Wow. Only thing he said in English so far is this is, is war. war. <laughs> Sounded terrible. This is war. Yep. <laughs> like that was that shit was knee slapping laughter. Yes, it was because he sounded so like 
Like he's supposed to be this, this you know, this tank of a human being, and he sounds like a kind of bitch. Yeah, like. he does. He he swore. That was like it was like they was watching some type of 1980s tape. Like, bro, he should have fought Hogan, bro. That man's like 25 years too late. Like you said, uh, that man, like Bray Wyatt, was an Undertaker nemesis that showed up too late. 20 years too late, yeah. Rusev showed up like 30 years too late. Like he should have been fighting Hogan in Madison Square Garden in 1985. At a, he should be on the fucking old school channel on um on, on WWE Saturday Network. Night, Saturday Night's main event. Yes, and speaking of that, they put up the uh, main events up to 1989. So that's how I got all the vines that I put up. Check out gotcha. Wrestling Vines. Um, I'm you know producing all those or whatever. I'm gonna try to do like three or four a day. Um. The, uh, yeah, a bunch of different Saturday Night Main Events. There's a match on there where Hulk Hogan fights Bad News Brown. I want to watch that. Just oh, sort of, and he's defending the title against him. Oh, my God. I just want to see, you know. Um, but moving to Monday Night Raw, uh, okay. Triple H's promo. You just showed it to me because I came in late on Monday Night Raw. How awesome was this? Like, Look, man, you hear the crowd when he's saying, I'm angry. You know what I'm going to do? What? You know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet. <laughs> and I'm gonna and I'm and if I'm mad enough I'll maybe I'll Instagram I'll Instagram or I'll put out a tout. Or and a you mind. know what? If I get mad enough, you know what I'm gonna do? Me and my buddy Mark, we're just not gonna watch. <laughs> Bro, the crowd the Suck crowd, the air out of them. The crowd was so antagonistic to Triple H at the hill that when he dropped that they were just like befuddled and flummoxed like they didn't know what like how to respond to that because yeah. they felt like wow he just like literally checkmated all of us to being yep. assholes yep and Triple it, H strikes again and that's why this man has been so fantastic on the like and then later when, when Stephanie was arrested yes. the, the way he was talking to the cops like let me see your badges yeah, and these then, are uh, career decisions, gentlemen. Yeah, these are career decisions. You sure you want to do this? Yeah, you sure you want to no, do this? He's like, oh, you drive a Prius? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, you're no. proud of that? Like, some the shit like that. Best, we'll get to this. Okay. We'll get to yes, uh, Stephanie's, Stephanie's with, the excellence of yeah. Stephanie McMahon once yeah, again. Yeah, and also Triple H's with that involved. But yeah, man, he was just very, very good as usual. I mean, um, that whole entire promo, that whole entire segment... Orton comes out and says, I deserve this. Like, we're, I haven't even, like, cashed in my rematch clause, which is, you know. We've been saying that for months. Yeah. <laughs> um, then uh, Kane comes out. Uh, they start talking. They, they, you know, they threw out, a, they basically threw a, 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 just an alley-oop up to, to Rangers. Like, look, no one wants to see Kane versus John Cena. And damn sure no one wants yeah. to see Orton versus uh, Cena again. Uh, so it should be me. And that's how the night started off and, and you know. They're setting up the storyline. Like, I really wonder who, um, if this was WrestleMania, we know that it'd be Triple H, but it's SummerSlam, so probably be Orton, because Orton doesn't have a slot on the card, so it makes sense for it to be them two, and especially at the end of the night, how it ended yeah, with them they, um, tussling, yeah, Orton and Reigns tussling, so. Like, bro, that might be, like, women everywhere, y'all gonna have to pick a side. <laughs> like, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, you know, this is a very, quote-unquote, attractive, you know, match, you know, for ladies. Like, they ain't gonna know who to choose, you know. I mean, like they going after the females with that match. Okay, my question is this: How many? How, given that me and you went over about how all the matches on the card, there's gonna be like seven, eight matches we know so far, or we think we, are gonna yeah. happen. How many minutes do you think that Orton Reigns match is gonna get? I think they'll get fifteen. Okay, so they'll get like a, a, a amount of time they deserve. Yeah. Their status. Okay. 
Yeah, so we're gonna see about it with uh with with Rain. Like that's a hell of a first feud to get you know, to fight Randy Orton for first your, singles feud. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna see. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully they just keep letting them cut. I think I've said this on a podcast before. I'm like, yeah, man, like you to get to this man of his status, you gotta go through Orton. Like he is, he is the new age Chief J Strongbow. <laughs> like we gotta, you want to see what it's like? To, you want to see what it's like to wrestle at nine o'clock or wrestle at uh, at ten forty-five? You yeah. gotta wrestle Randy Orton. Yeah. Um. So going on. Um. Let's get into the Stephanie thing. Okay. She shows up in that in that dress. Looking evil as can be, but good as can be also. And I like you to say as bad as can be in both ways. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and she comes out antagonizing, and they throw, they whoop Nikki Bella's ass again. Four on one. Yep. And Bree sitting in the crowd, you know, front row, and she has a, she has a ticket. Sure she does. Yeah, a ticket. Um... And then Stephanie begins to berate her on the microphone, and then Bree somehow, just as a fan, she grabs the mic out of her hand, and, yeah. you know, and, and curses at her, and she basically gets what she deserves. Stephanie puts her hands on her, and then throws her out of the building. But in a great piece of storytelling, WWE acknowledged the fact that she was a fan that night, and basically Stephanie struck a fan, and she's going to be getting arrested, which led her to. Like the the shit she was saying to the cops, she was like, Do you, "I, you know how much power I have in this city." Like all yeah, this you know ridiculous. Yeah, you know how much money I brought to this town with WrestleMania twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Like, they never they didn't acknowledge it like that, but they were basically insinuating, like, "Yeah, she has juice. She has juice out here." Yeah. What are you talking about? And one thing that um, we're gonna get to the criticism of why that didn't make sense in a second, but like, yeah, it just it was just a great moment because I mean, this was the which one do you think is definitely so fucking evil, bro? What she. What do you think has been her best, like, um, moment of her showing ass as the heel she is? Like, the show last with Vicky night, was awesome. Vicky, or with when she took, when she, like, like she got her ankle broken at WrestleMania 30 with Scott Armstrong and Trip and Daniel Bryan fought, like, when Daniel Bryan did suicide died. It, those are the three that come to mind immediately. Those are, oh, yeah, those four. are three, also, four, slap, yeah, slap, slapping slap, Daniel Bryan. Um, no, I'm talking about no, the, the Brie Bella slap at Payback, so that's four. That's one of them. No, I'm talking about... Um, what do you think is the best one so far? Because, like, she out there looking like... She got handcuffed and, and carried out, bro. That's yeah. up there. She yeah. got cuffed and stuffed. Yeah. Like, she was... And, like, she went from, like, big bully to, like, into a baby, like, instantly. From, yeah. Like, and, and she was like... When the whole interaction with Triple H two played it into like how how is this happening like the conversation after she's already arrested and he's like going to chase her to the uh, to the station and Joey Mercury asked him like yeah man you haven't made a decision on who's gonna be like who's gonna face John Cena at SummerSlam and he's like family comes first my wife forgot yeah love my children and he stops he Mother goes what? well she's got to get booked right she's got to get processed right and the Lord's already there right. He's such a heel, yes, bro. Like, yes, even he'll evil, your wife. Evil. Everybody, everybody gets it. Bro, you know. The second he said she still got to get prosper, everybody erupted in laughter. It was, it was, it was very good. He's, he's on, he's. And y'all don't like Triple H. I mean, fuck you, mean. He's doing his job. Why? It's like him. Um. Uh, so, uh, but I'm gonna have to vote for the uh, the pool 
mud incident with with the big grow thing because it was just uncomfortable like a lot of people you know said you know a lot of things people always said about vicky and they used that and the fact she was doing all the singing and then she knew hold on i'm right in front of this pool and vicky ain't got nothing to lose right now yeah and i'm gonna have to wear this you know and yeah she wore it um, while she wore it I think the slap is up there pretty high. When Bree slapped the shit out of her, it was up there. Now, now, um, here comes the criticism. Now, as great as that moment was, we had two major things that that just like slot, this like fly in the face and why it makes no sense, right? After she sla- immediately following the slap that Nikki gave, or sorry, that um, Stephanie gave Bree, Bree like jumps at Stephanie and like hits her back. And also, we can't say that you can't put hands on paying customers when CM Punk, Punk put hands <laughs> on a paying customer, and it wasn't even the one that hit him. Yeah. All right. You know what I think? It was they an did? innocent fan. They, I think they probably just let that man come backstage, give him some merch, and got his ass on the fuck out of there. Like, <laughs> well, I've actually seen an interview dude that got back that got backhand slapped, and he was like, "Yeah, man, he backhand slapped me. Like, it wasn't even me that hit him or whatever." He's like, "Ain't no big deal." Like, I'm a CM Punk fan. Like, I understand. Like, someone thought he was an asshole. Like, it, it, it wasn't like he he wasn't looking to do that. So, speaking of CM, CM Punk, Punk, oh god. Um, officially, he, I guess he gave some interview and said he's never ever coming back to WWE. Did you see the interview? I didn't see it. I see, he, he said it sarcastically. He was like, "So are you done?" He's like, "Are you ever are you ever think of going back?" He's like, "Nah, never, 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 ever, 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 ever." He's like, he's like, and he said like, the, the Twitter's gonna explode when I, over this. He said it just like that. Like he said it in just. And then what's funny was the internet like I saw internet uh, lines. And they just headline, took it. They just said, I'll never wrestle, CM Punk, I'll never wrestle again. Yeah. And then you click on the video and you're like, man, he was joking. First Clinton off. Mate. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't, like, he, he, he's. That man's like the social media master. I will say this. He looks, he looks healthier. Now, I don't know how much it has to do with the fact that, like, anybody that's clean, that looks like a, that looks like how he looks and always looks, has terrible facial hair. When you're cutting, you're clean shaven, you look better. Yeah. Um, his haircut's ridiculous. But, um, you know. Mind you, this is a guy that, like you said before, cuts his hair depending on what feud he's in. No, like, the way, okay, the best way to explain it is imagine a white guy with a high top fade. But it, like, hangs down. No, it's like, it's like a, it's like a, it's a high top fade, but it's slicked back. Gotcha. That's what it looks like. He looks like Macklemore then, almost. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. Now that you mention that, yeah. and now I feel. Now I'm like, yeah. I kind of just a, what you just literally, literally just yeah. But the back is, but it's not just the size. It's also the back right. that's shaved up too. Right. Well, if Sam Punk wants to come back, you know he can bring his ass back and wrestle till he's fifty. Until <laughs> he's fifty. Like uh, Lance Norman said, uh, I tweeted at Lance Norman said, "Nah, bro, he needs to wrestle. He's fifty. Like, like, fuck that healthy." Yeah, I saw shit. that. Like, uh, you know, anytime I got to throw some troll shade out, you know, got to do that. Who's One Nation Radio asshole? Yep. I wonder because you know I wonder I'm pretty sure they don't, but given that they get so there's so many wrestling podcasts and then there's so many people that are tweeting all the time about what's happening live on the show. Yeah. And the show is like. It's a live show and it's 
not trained actors and there's people wrestling, there's gonna be a whole bunch of it's gonna be fuck ups at all times and like whatever Vince says about nothing going wrong when it's live is pure bullshit. Mm-hmm. But I know sometimes they're reading through this stuff and I'm like, God, they're fucking we roasting us. Like we can't win. Like, like we can't. <laughs> they're win. fucking roasting like, us. Like even when we win, we can't win. So like I just sometimes I I'll write us some snarky. I'm like. Yep. They may or may not read it, but whatever. <laughs> like, I feel bad to type it, but they, I got to... They, they read a lot more than, tweet. than yeah. you think. Triple H, I know. They read a lot more than you think. Yes. Like he's out here killing us on the message board. Like, bro, did you get my text? Promo killers. Did you get my text about, all right, not only does Charlotte favorite one of the tweets that, you know, I was having a yeah, conversation with, this, with, yeah. a, with a fan about the article I dropped where, you know, about the 10 women in wrestling... I was talking about Charlotte being, you know, thankful I get to go see her. I get to drive to NXT, like, you know, a couple hours away and see her, like, you know, every month before she's dominating. Her freaking mom favorites to tweet, like, too, like, which is, I'm going to assume one of Rich, Rick Flair's ex-wives, or I don't know if they're together now or anything like that, but Twitter, like, yeah, they I would, read I mean, a lot I, more in the shit. I would assume that, that at this point, yeah, um... Charlotte was one of Flair's legitimate children. Yeah, yes, I would. yes. No, I'm talking if about... If there are any illegitimate ones, but I mean, like, she... I'm assuming she is a legitimate one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what up What? What up to Charlotte, this by the really way? This is really just about... Yeah, sorry, we were talking about whether or not your, your dad might have been out here, you know, getting his rocks off, like, and having, you know, offspring that he don't, he don't include <laughs> on his taxes. I'm sorry about that. You say taxes? You're making it worse. All right. Um, you out here? You are refusing to tweet through it. Just tweet through it and yeah, tweet going, through like. it. Tweet through it. Um, but CM Punk needs to bring his ass back to WWE. Quit fucking around. Batista um, apparently came out in an interview and said CM Punk. He he said CM Punk eventually will come back to WWE, but we'll see. Um, Cena versus Lesnar. Okay. Um. The last time these two got together, they had one of the most hard-hitting matches of all time. Classic. Absolute classic. Um, I had no problem with um, the result of it. Um, I kind of did. You know, they had to, They couldn't let Cena just lose after that rock shit. That shit was, like, devastating for him, quote-unquote, in storyline. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a hardcore match in, or Extreme Rules match. In, you not... kicked that man's ass a whole match. Yeah, that's why, I'm, like, I I love the match, but it's saying because of the, uh, my favorite part of the match is when he jumps so like when Lesnar jumps from damn near the middle. Himself. Yeah, he damn near breaks his neck by jumping off the still bottom step over the top rope to try to hit Cena, who's on the mat, who's standing yeah. on the floor. Yeah, that's my favorite because I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? I, I'm yeah. so confused. But like. I didn't really like the decision, but I mean, whatever. It's a great match. That's all you can really ask for. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to 2014 SummerSlam. Are you excited to see you know Lesnar and Cena lock up again? Depending on what their stipulation of the rules are. If it's a regular rules match, I'm not as excited. But that's the case with Cena peri- or with uh, Lesnar matches. Period. At this point. Yeah, Lesnar's getting to that point where, or not getting. He's he's there. Um, you need to. You need to throw out the rule book, and you need to get break out in the storytelling mode um, with him. Um, he rediscovered his mojo, I think, with CM Punk, um, as far as in all the uh, you know hardcore matches 
and all that because the Triple H thing it got very mixed reviews. I happen to enjoy the Triple H feud. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought the first match stunk. Yes, but yeah, like 20, you look at 12? you look yeah. at yeah, if you look at WrestleMania 29 Extreme Rules the following month, that this feud's more than fine. Yeah. It's just yeah, like. That they, was just such they a good really need to. Were. They really need to dig into these two guys' past, like Cena and Lesnar. They need like, to tell. Like the, they did last time. They need to tell the story of you know, you know, basically, if I never left, you know, I'd be the fucking man. Like you're, you know. But did you see what Hammond did in the main event? Like the main event, like the last segment of the yes. show. Yes. Yes. Like he, all, everything you're asking for, he pretty much alluded to, or he's going to allude to over the like, next. Like I need to see weeks. this in a video package, like, <laughs> like, like, I, like the first time. Yeah, I need to see this all <laughs> in a video package. Like, like they need to update me, like, and really get me excited because I just, I on the surface, I just look at it as a rematch, and I look at it as you know, okay, this is going to be a SummerSlam main event. Lesnar's becoming quote unquote Mr. SummerSlam now. And I, I look at the card and I see no Daniel Bryan, no CM Punk, just like looking at the card from last year. And, you know, I love SummerSlam. I'm going to have a SummerSlam party. And I I want the matches to obviously be good. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm on the fence with it. But uh, if anybody can turn me around, it's Cena and, and Lesnar. Uh, because they've got an interesting decision to make, whether to put the belt on Lesnar or give him a loss or did they pull that SummerSlam swerve and, you know, have a cash in happen? He's not going to lose. Like, I don't... Can you imagine the kind of bitching... I mean, obviously, they don't care. Imagine the kind of bitching we get if, one, people don't even like... The internet don't like seeing it to begin with. Yeah. Two, we had to suffer through Lesnar winning the streak and he's a part-timer. Can you imagine if we gave a part-timer the streak and then he loses the fucking Cena... Can you imagine the bitching we get? Like they may have to like, like Twitter might. The only way you can save it would be if would be if Ambrose or not Ambrose, but if Rollins cashed in at the end of the night. That's the only way you save it. But then it's like really we're having cashes at the end of SummerSlam back to back years. Yeah, like and it would be three out of four years. Yeah. Like, eventually they got to stop swerving people at SummerSlam. It's, it's just going to become mighty predictable. But um. The match is it's it's this is this should have been seen as rival, you know, instead of Orton, pretty much. Or Batista. Or Batista. This should have been, you know, the guy. Um I'm I want Batista to come back and fight Lesnar at some point, just just because we've never seen it. Well, we both were sitting there thinking and hoping that maybe we were gonna get that at Elimination Chamber, but we were like but then it turned out like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Because Lesnar only wrestles like four dates a year. Yeah. If that. Um. So. It will be funny as shit, though. I'll say if they basically, as you said, the thought would be Lesnar wins and then vacates, and then now the champion basically turns to King of the Ring for the belt. <laughs> that will be funny. Bro. That like that then Night of Champions will really be Night of Champions. Yeah. Um. So um. Yeah. That's gonna. Anything else we need to touch on from from Raw? Um, we talked about Miz and Ziggler, right? Yeah, a little bit. All right, we um. Oh yeah, was the second segment or the third segment? We're in number two right now. You want to roll through? Yeah, we can do that. 
Okay. We can go um, another like ten on this one, then then jump into No Holds Barred segment we, three. We well, we need to say this. Go go to the next segment. This is One Nation Radio. We are the nation of domination. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We are the nation. If y'all ain't know. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> no, I was a big fan of the Nation of Domination, James. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it looks uh, like we about to get him back. Uh, it may be. It's a possibility. Um, Let's see where this goes. It could be, I mean, I'm, uh, Jim Ross had mentioned that. Uh, I'm sorry, not Jim Ross. Shoemaker. He had mentioned that, yeah. Regardless of wherever they take this takes those three, it's better than what they did. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, it seemed like they had something going with Big E and Kofi as tag team partners, which you know we didn't be you and Sierra talking about. Yeah, you know, it seems like, you know, oh brothers hang out together. All right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course they're tag team. What up, Sierra? She hit me up immediately as this whole thing uh, was happening on uh-huh. um, on t- on TV. Um, Xavier Woods showed up dressed like Brother Love, you know, yeah. Brother Love. Excuse me, you know, <laughs> as as they've been saying, you know, the memes are unkind. Yeah. Um. So Xavier Woods comes out in the middle of. You know, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, like no entrance they, music, nothing. They didn't show him walk up. They didn't show like I don't know where he came from. Still, I don't know if he like that I, man might have been hun- hiding under the ring for all we know. Ring, <laughs> if he was hiding under the ring, that suit shouldn't, be, shouldn't have still been that pristinely white. Nah, bro. I don't know where that man. Look, he might have came down from the from the Raptors like, like Sting. Sting. Yes. <laughs> For all I know, I don't know where he came from. He just was there. I'm like, what the fuck? I, and I watch Raw because I, I download Raw and watch the stuff I ever missed. Uh-huh. I watch. I'm like, yeah, where the fuck did he come from? Like right back to Wednesday, roll out through the ramp, and then he's just there. Yep. And they never showed him like all around the, the ring ever. He just pops up. So he comes out and basically, to me, I don't know if you remember when they formed the Hart Foundation. It looked like when Bret Hart rolled up on Owen Hart and um, Davy Boy Smith, like, why are we fighting? You know, they don't care about us. You know, we need to all stick together. Like, that's what it, you know, looked like to me. Uh-huh. He said, we no longer, you know, we no longer ask, we take. And, you know, Kofi Kingston's going to turn heel? Like, does this mean they're turning heel? Or are, they, or are they making these guys, you know, just faces that are, you know, that have a chip on their shoulder? You know. Okay. What the fuck is happening here? Like, the thing is this. Regardless of whether or not they they abide by the rules or they break them, whether or not you know they're helping people, they're shaking hands after the match, before the match, or you know they're being people, you're jumping on people backstage. Mm-hmm. If those three guys come out and they talk about their injustices, they're going to get booed. Yes. Even if they bring up the fact that there's never been or there's only been one WWE champion that's been black, or they bring up the fact that like. Those three guys have been um, relegated to putting guys over, and like that's just how it's going to happen. So and it like, may not stop at three. There's rumors, you know, saying you know they might add Mark Henry as like the mentor for the group. Well, or, the thing is this: if they they can add up all the guys on the black rock 
all the black guys on the <laughs> roster, it's still gonna be the same thing. Like, why are we the guy, Why are we all these guys? And that's the main thing with the Deion Barry article. The issue was people were so caught up on the fact of whether or not Rock was act, is that should be considered black or not. They forgot to like mention. They forgot to realize. Oh yeah, we forgot. Like we have like twelve guys on the roster. We have like um, twelve um, black people on the roster. And not one of them is like a person that wins on a regular basis or gets any type of like yeah. run except for Biggie Langston. Yeah. Out of the fifty, out of the however big the roster is, we have one. Mm-hmm. Out of the, what are how many guys do you consider people that? You know, I would say like there's twenty. Like, there's like forty-five maybe. Forty-five guys that matter. Yeah, like forty-five guys like on any given you know. Okay, that's fine. But my thing is like. All the jobbers at this point in time, now that 3MB is gone, um, yeah. you know, all the jobbers essentially are black guys. That's the main issue. If you if you can add one guy to Like Kobe group. Kingston, no regardless of whatever happens and how he can't talk or whatever to save his life, that guy should never, ever be a, a full-time jobber. Yeah. Ever. He's just too, too He's athletic. Too you give him 15 minutes with anybody and they're going to make him like a million bucks. He can lose. I'm not saying he can't, he can't lose, but to get jobbed out to Rusev... In like, Multiple times. Yeah, in like our the our truce of the world. Also, Xavier Xavier will got Xavier Rules got brought in and it absolutely it has done absolutely nothing since he's been up. Apparently, he's gonna be the he's gonna be uh, the talker. Yeah, now yeah. he's been up since when? Yeah, it's been a while. Like he was coming was he up out for WrestleMania. Yes. Has he was he up before the year turned over? No. Okay, he's done nothing. And yeah. they move them up. Like, why even bring them up for NXT if that's the case? Yeah, that, there's actually an NXT storyline kind of about that. Like, um, CJ Parker's going at him, like, saying, I wish I had the opportunity you had. You've done nothing. Like, all this other shit. Um, but if there's one guy you could add to the group, um, who would it be? What, one guy? Yeah. I, I know who I'm thinking of. If you could bring up one guy if, if you to could, add to that group. Yes. Dolph Ziggler to throw out the scent the same way Owen Hart did back then. Wow. I was I was thinking, you know, it's, it's already black. Why not make it blacker? You know, Titus O'Neil. They're going to need, like, he, he'll be like their, their big, big guy, and he can do the heavy lifting on the microphone also. Um, he, and he also has star potential. Um, you know, and he's always very – he could almost blossom into, like, I'm now this is going to sound – Crazy spinoff guy. Yes, this is gonna this is gonna sound crazy, but he could turn into like the Rock, you know, of this group, and you know, let him showcase his talents because they've never really given Titus anything. They gave him a whack tag team partner, you know. Is he still on the roster? He is towards ACL. Oh, Darian towards ACL. Yes, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, when you come back, I guess he can join the group too. Yeah, he he do got the fro. Yeah, he can still pick out the afro. Yeah, he do millions of dollars. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm really, it, is this a direct response to that article, or you know, what does Michael Hayes think of this? Okay, <laughs> they could or could not. All right, they could or could not have like had anything to do with this, but if they had plans of doing something with them, and then that story drops. You kind of want to like delay it and make it not seem so obvious. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I, I really feel like they gave him something. We'll see where it goes, and it's better than what they were the day before, so that's fine. Are these the right guys to do it? Um, maybe not Xavier Woods, but Xavier Woods has has to get something done. Yeah, like if you if you it, like my main complaint is why are all these black wrestlers jobbing out? And then like if you were to say, well, who deserves not to be jobbing out? Like Kofi Kingston and Biggie are the two first yeah. to come to mind. Like you want to throw our truth out there? That's fine because our truth can wrestle his ass off. Um, but. Like the little Jimmy thing and whatever, like he's had. He's I, old. He's, he's, ha- he's, he's old. Had a, he's had a run, so I can't really be like, oh, you know, he yeah. never had a shot. He had a run. Yeah, I, I got a picture of R. True holding the WWE title. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all never seen, you know, the the great, the excellent, the brilliance of R. Truth in 2011, I suggest you go check that out. Yeah, I'm still not signing on for that. That man dressed in the Confederate army. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know not, where I'm, I'm at. Not, I'm not. I'm not. Nah. I know I'm, where I'm at. I'm never co-signing that. R-Truth, you have a fan in me. Yeah. Um, you're the only one. Like, <laughs> well, you're, you're you and little Jimmy, so that's two. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, like I was saying before, what is what is Michael Hayes thinking of this? I don't know. Is he involved at, at all in this? Probably not. He's like, what, what are, being blacks are a gimmick. Oh God! You still trying to push it? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I've heard we we all know about that famously. Um, we also know about the incident he had with Mark Henry before too. Um, uh, like Mark Henry, he's Mark Henry. How many guys are in filled this role of more than ten years in the company? They're kind of like always hurt, so they get these sporadic runs randomly. Like, on, on top of my head, when I think of that person, I think, like, Mark Henry. I think, at this point now, Big Show. I think of I think of uh, Christian, and I think of Rey Mysterio. Is there anybody else? Not name all those guys? Um, I don't know how long Kali's been around, but he's been, oh like, kind of 06, maybe, I'd say. So. He don't count. Uh, like, those four former guys. Former world champion. Yeah. You know who was a former world champion? Jack Swagger. No, not Jack Swagger. Who? <clears throat> David Arquette. <laughs> WCW. <laughs> so like this shit don't matter. Uh, I, I would say like those three guys, those four guys I mentioned, like Ray definitely is gonna be Hall of Famer. Mark Henry definitely gonna be Hall of Famer. Christian has a chance, has a serious, legitimate chance. And Big Show, we know, like Big Show, sure is like that man's his shit's already written. Like, like that that like that I, honestly th- I honestly think like all four of those guys will be Hall of Famers. Like I'd be surprised if Shimmy if Christian doesn't make it. I don't know. Oh no! You well, just maybe as a tag team guy, yeah. Being like, like the fact that like their tag team would get in, and then like he also was a champion once or twice. We'll see. Like he like he deserves it. Yeah, I mean Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame. I mean, yeah. So, um, but back to more of this nation of domination stuff, just because. What else is there to talk about? <laughs> um, Xavier Woods being the mouthpiece. Um, did they forget Big E can talk? Well, last time we heard him talk, he was like doing the whole pastor thing. So for for the for this point, no, let's let's not let him talk. No. Or, hey him yo, talk. Cena. Yeah, that too. Because honestly, I didn't know um, 
I didn't. I haven't heard like Xavier Woods talk except for like his first time there, and he was doing the whole Superfly thing, and I was like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Nah. So I, I just hope they don't turn him into the stereotypical angry black guys, um, and where they're just like, you know, I don't know, just just let them whoop some ass. How about that? Let, well, let's see how far they go. Let's see where they change whether or not they can make this like a racial gimmick. Yeah. I mean, there is is implied, but it's not stated. You know, you know, we take. We're tired of you know waiting and all this other shit. Like we, you know, it, it reminds me of you know Young Booker T. You know, I think they should involve Booker T with this group somehow. You know, we take what we want. You know, we want the gold, sucker. John Cena, we coming for you, nigga. Okay. Do you want to do you want to show like that? That would have been a good dismount. Well, we are in no holds barred zone, kind of. <laughs> we are no holds barred. That's what we call this third segment officially yeah, now. Yeah, no holds barred. All right. So, what else do you want to talk about then? Since we're in no holds barred officially. No holds barred. Um, we can officially get into the Daniel Bryan thing. Okay. Um, uh, so Daniel Bryan comes home with Bree, and he's coming home from the airport apparently, and he was at Comic Con with Sting, Hogan, and one other guy. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, Daniel Bryan. The Daniel Bryan Sting. It was four. It was four guys. Was it like an actual panel leader, or was it actual? It was, it was another wrestler, I think. Oh well. Oh well. Um, and basically, there are two robbers that broke into his house from the rear door. His dog is inside, and you know they're very, you know, dog people. I, I that that was terrible English, but whatever. Um, so apparently they're concerned about the dogs and all that. And they see these guys running, you know, from out of the house, you know, they have a couple of possessions and Dan O'Brien says, you know, he's a very like earthy person. So he doesn't really have like a lot of possessions and all that. So, which I was like, yeah, you know, if anybody knew, knew anything about Dan O'Brien, like what's there to really steal from him? But, ah, Heyman was the fourth guy. Um, so Dan O'Brien catches the guy, like they he, the guy takes off running and the guy's obviously not in shape like Dan O'Brien is. Like Dan O'Brien can probably fucking run forever. <laughs> like like you picked the wrong one, bro. Like um and he uh puts Buddy in it Buddy like gets he tires out rather fast and Dan O'Brien puts him in a rear naked choke and basically subdues him until the police comes. Um Dan O'Brien's lucky he didn't have a gun. And or weapon. Yes, or any type of weapon or anything. And aren't you supposed to be out with a hurt neck? I mean, they, <clears> I <throat> guess the adrenaline took over. That's what Bree said because they asked him that. They asked, so they basically tried to imply that the neck shit was a, it was work. a work. Yeah, and I was like, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> but you know, they I mean, they tried to, you they tried to fuck, fuck with uh, him. You have a messed up neck and still run. Well, the, they were talking about more of the physical, you know, altercation between the guys. And Dan Brown was saying, you know, he was cussing at him and all this other stuff. It was hilarious. Like, if you guys have not seen the I, video. I, I, get the, I get the point, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's, um, he can still do that if he wanted to. It's different between, like, landing on your neck over and over and over and, or your back and your head and yeah. over and over and over as opposed to being in one fight or whatever. So I don't really, you know, I, I get it, but it's more like a smart-ass type of retort. Hmm. Or not a retort, but a smart-ass type of question. 
Um, so Daniel Bryan, like, you know, puts him in. He, uh, he had clowned in the um, press conference. If you guys haven't seen this, like 20 minutes long, it's absolutely hilarious. He said, you know, the great story would have been that, you know, I put him in the yes lock and he tapped out, you know, and so <laughs> the, the cops came. Like, he, he was clowning, bro. Yeah, and the like, yes lock ain't playing, making nobody tap out a goddamn thing in the real life. Get out of here. So he put that man in a rear naked choke and, you know, all that. But Daniel Bryan got some big balls. So what I want to ask you, James, is, you know, if we were to power rank, you know, whose houses you don't want to break into, you know, wrestlers. If if, if there was a guy that, you know, if if any, you know, potential burglars are, you know, listening to One Nation Radio, you know, who would we say you don't want to break in their house? Current roster? Current roster. Brock Lesnar. Yes. He'll fuck you up. You know why? Because if you break in his house, there's nothing else around. So, like, you <laughs> have, there's <laughs> like, he said, there, it's like 15 minutes until he gets to a phone. Yes, like he has no house phone or anything. So if you go on Brock Lesnar's land or his acres, his ranch, you have to get away from him. For, and it's like 15 minutes like of nothing. Oh, I was more or less at the whole thing. Like, what happens if that man gets his hands on you more than anything? Oh, you're done. Like, that man finna fold you up like literally like a pretzel. Fold you like origami. Yeah. Like, right. I, I just have a trouble thinking, if Brock Lesnar sees you on the land, he's like, hold on, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, like, <laughs> you have to be folded up like the linen, like shit in the linen closet. Like, it won't be, it won't end well for you. Now, um, obviously, the, the classic jokes are Ming and Danny Hodge. Yes. But yes. It's yeah, just, you you, know, you, you definitely don't want to roll the, roll the Ming's doorstep kicking that fuck shit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and Danny Hodge will fuck you up. You know? Yeah. Ask Gush about it. Yeah. Show me pose. <laughs> I, I still can't get over the, the Cowboy Bill Watts story about, like, yeah, he just stretched it. He just stretched a <laughs> Bruiser Brody ass out. No it's, homo. It's just, oh, wow. All right, um, Roy Hibbert. Yeah. But it's just, uh, I I don't want no parts of Brock Lesnar, bro. None. Like, yeah. You, you out here knocking out 260-pound uh, professional cage fighters? I Sleep. No, I want no parts of you. Cold. Bro. Nah. Like I nah. Deal with this gun. Like straight yeah. up. Deal with, deal with this gun. <laughs> Two of them. Um. I don't think you. Yeah. Two pistols. Yeah. Bang bang. Um. I don't think you want to break into Triple H's house. That's Who a big. That's that's a big brolic guy. He'll call the cops to you with the quickness. Um. Let's see. Someone you don't want to mess with. Someone you don't want no part with. Um, you. I don't think you want no parts of Cesaro. None. None. Oh no. Nah, you damn sure don't want no parts of Big Show. <laughs> Y'all seen that right hand? You don't want no parts of, nah, Y'all seen that right hand? Nah, that Big Show get his get his damn ground. His, get, I don't know what you want to call it. Those, those monstrosities called hands. He gets his hands in you. It's a wrap, bro. You don't want any Alberto Del Rio. You don't want no Russo neither. Like, I don't know who's in the fighter now, but that dude's big enough and look, that man built, look like he built a number of functional strength. He's <laughs> <laughs> bailing hay out there. Uh, let's see. That man, like, he built for Russian winters. Like, or, 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 or whatever. Uh, like, European winters. Nah, bro. I'm, I'm I don't think you up. want, I don't think you want any of uh, Luke Harper either. Nah. Like <laughs> anybody that walking around looking like that with hair like that, nah. Bro. Like you got to be able to defend yourself yeah. doing that shit. 
That man be walking around with teeth like that and hair like that and that big ass bald spot. Nah, bro. Or or Rowan. Nope. Nah. I don't think you're rolling up to Kane's doorstep kicking that fuck shit like that. <laughs> you go up to Tennessee if you want, you know, with that dumb shit. It'll show slam your dumb ass. <laughs> Uh, I would definitely say you don't, you don't want to go up to Booker T, you know, nah, with nope, with none of that. Nope, um, nope. Ask Dave Batista about it. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. still I have a picture with Batista, and Batista's fist was like the size of my head, and it did not matter. Yeah. Um, to um, Booker. Now we all talking about bigger dudes. No one person you don't mess with. You don't, I don't think you want an Dolph Ziggler. Why is that? Huh? Why is that? Oh, Jack Swagger is no person with no problem yeah, with either. Yeah, Jack Swagger. I skipped him. He's 6'8". Right, that man, nah, bro. He and wrestle your, wrestle yeah. your ass. Same thing with Ziggler. Oh, Ziggler yeah. wrestle your ass, too. That's my point. Like, yeah, he might be 200, he might be 190 pounds, but, yeah, he's a super, he's super athlete. You're not. <laughs> man, be spinning on your back and on what the fuck are you doing? Uh, now. Uh, do you want to go all time? All time? Yes. Sure, why not? Um, I'm pretty sure you don't want to roll up the JBL's doorstep with that oh, fuck nah, shit. Nope. Or Ron Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. You don't want no parts of that. you don't want no parts of Ron Simmons. Uh, none. Ron Simmons is liable to to drop you on your head and then like like put out a cigar like on top of you. Um you probably don't want to, wouldn't have wanted to roll up to Randy Savage's doorstep because he's crazy. He might oh, think he, you're, yeah, he's he crazy. might think you're coming after Elizabeth. Oh, he's crazy. You he saw what crazy. happened to Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Came kicking that fuck shit. You, yeah, man. So, oh, one more current day. You probably don't want none of Biggie either. He'll pick you. Oh no. He'll pick you up several times. Oh no, that man. No, he is holding you. He'll never let go. Just like this. Just like uh, just like this Titanic uh. Book right here. Yeah. Never let go, Jack. Never, <laughs> never let go, Big E. No, never let go. Um, let's see. You probably don't want none of hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> oh, back in the day you didn't. Yeah, uh, hacksaw still gives you some work. You think so? Right now, yeah. Him and Tony Allen is gonna fight every other episode on Legends House. Yeah, they old though. Yeah, I mean, old man strength, bro. Alright. Old man strength. At some point, that old man strength turned into you just old. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that old man strength was like, yeah, Ray Lewis, yeah, definitely old man strength. Like, Ray Lewis, 20 years from now, yeah. not as much. I'm definitely sure you didn't want to roll up to the Undertaker residence, you know. Uh, is he still healing? No, I'm saying, like, historical. Historical? Yeah, yeah historically, of course. Yeah, of course, you don't want to roll up to that. You don't want no problems. I don't think you want to roll up to that Austin residence either. <laughs> Austin, man, Austin's like he can still wrestle right now. You don't know that. Austin, like, he ain't number old man. Like, it is old man strength for real. Like, it, yeah. he's still, he's he's still at that perfect it. age. He has it in spades. Like, that man, is he 50 yet? He's like 49. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Like, once you get like once you get to 50, over 55, that's when you start to like, nah, if you're still in shape. Right. But, nah, he's still, he's still like, he'll, yeah. Like he kick you one time, like he'll kick you in your stomach and you and like you'll he'll shit. Your bitch ass. Nah, he'll kick you in your stomach <laughs> and you'll shit. Like you'll just you can't control that. Like your whole time, like you lose everything. You just oh. Wow. <laughs> um, now flipping it, 
Now, who, who, you, who would I want to run up on? Yeah, who who would who would be someone that really wouldn't that shouldn't scare our listeners if they were you know burgeoning criminals? I'm not saying none because I'm not I'm I might answer that question because I'm sure they all got guns. <laughs> yeah, run up, run up on Ray Mysterio if you want to. Strap. You, you get that booyaka booyaka. Six one nine. Booyaka booyaka. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Get shot the fuck out by, by my dad. Oh, you ain't want none of Goldberg either. Actually, no. Jericho whooped that man ass. So, um, according yeah. to legend. So according to legend. So, um, but I'm I'm sure. Just because Jericho whooped his ass don't mean don't you mean you could. can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I find it hard to you know say someone in the '90s wouldn't have ran up on Shawn Michaels. Well, I mean, I don't, this is the thing. The Syracuse incident, he get jumped, or or he. Got, I don't know. Cause his whole thing was he got accosted or whatever. I don't know if that. I mean, he got jumped or what? Cause accosted doesn't mean that they came to see about you. I don't know if it was them or or he. Yeah. Um, I mean, Sean was known to not be a tough guy, so Miz ain't no tough guy neither. Yeah, you rolled like I don't know if you rolled Miz, you know, any type of way. I like Miz, so I ain't gonna roll up on Miz. Plus, as I said, like Sean from Texas, he'll shoot you. <laughs> Sean be going out hunting. That man he'll got a shotgun you. out there. He'll you, shoot you know you. he's strapped. Run up on that man, you get me. You, you will get sweet chain music. Yeah. And I ain't talking about no foot or no sidekick. Um, trying to think. Uh, I don't know, bro. Them guns are tough. I ain't. Try, I don't know. If there's a legitimate answer to this because them guns is tough. Yeah. Them guns are tough. Very tough. Oh, one more guy you wouldn't have wanted it with. Um, Vader. <laughs> Even though I heard people beat up Vader, that man's 450 pounds and, like, you don't want nothing, bro. And I, can you imagine what kind of, Here's the thing. Forget trying to, like, run up on Vader or trying to home invade Vader. Yep. If you are trying to hit a lick, do you think like off the top of your head, all the wrestlers that are involved, and you think of like their characters and what they look like? Do you think you will want? Don't look like, don't look like, don't like better live out of a van more than a house, bitch. Ain't nobody trying to shit like, yeah, nigga. I'm gonna rob. This man big, got his jock strap on his I'm face. I'm gonna rob Big Man Vader. Like, man, he lives in the hills. What are you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Nah, bro. That man, like, he lives in a van. Man, oh, nah, bro. I ain't trying to do that. Um. Trying to think, uh, and then, like he should be in prison for something he did that's horrible. You definitely didn't want to, um, you didn't want to roll up to, um, you know, the the Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle's front doorstep oh with that God. fuck shit. That man with German sl- suplex, look, that man with German sex suplex you into the street, like oh, <laughs> from his I doorstep. Watching, I was watching the, um, they did a WrestleMania rewind on uh, the two on uh. Ray Mysterio, yeah. Orton, and, uh, and Angle. Yeah. And, I, and every time I every time I watch that match, I've watched this match probably like four times in the last like few years. Every time I watch that match, he thinking the same thing. Double Ang- German no, suplex. No. Angle suplexing these boys to death. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's suplexing these boys to death. And honestly, every match, every, every Angle match, I end up watching like, wow, he suplexed this man to death. Like every match, like, and I love suplexes. So, like, it's always fun to watch. I've never was an Angle fan other than like. The know that man was. I knew he did his job because he was the the the. He was a hill that that thought he was a face. Mm-hmm. He's like, why do people like me? I understand. Like, I got. Three I eyes. am a fucking hero. I got, like, yeah, I got three eyes. But that man get in the ring and suplex the bitch to death. 
like, at, look, I'll say this about these suplexes, especially the belly to belly throw. Ass shaming man about it. Yeah. Oh, oh, this shit didn't break. That's okay. You have your head to land on for a nice soft, <laughs> nice soft wrestling place. He, dude, was just another yeah, another parts. another suplexer. None. You probably didn't want to go up to um Scott Steiner or Taz. Yeah, more no no. I I heard Taz really wasn't tough in real life. Real, I mean, he was heard, small. He yeah, was I've, small. I've heard I've heard uh, he's he know, looked like you don't want none of them. Yeah, he, he, he was look, stocky out there. Look, that man from Red Hook, he'll shoot you. Like. <laughs> Like I like I mean human suplex machine suplex also, these guns these bullet suplex your dumb ass they're real. Had but Scott Steiner hey hey you hey you all fucked up. Like, <laughs> pop pop. They said um there were stories about him like you didn't want to walk by him in the dressing room. He'll grab you. He'll grab you and stretch you. Yes. Yeah. Like, I heard that too. Um, jerk. But uh, someone big old muscle bound motherfuckers play too much. All right. And tragic. Hey, get my call me. Pop pop. Bow, bow. It's a damn shame what happened to that boy. Yeah. I don't think... But I don't know how people have... Like, there has to be some stories back in the, in the territory that someone gets... Well, I mean, Bruiser Brody, he got stabbed. Damn. I mean, like, stories like, oh, this man was playing around, da 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 promoter was sticking up, this dude for money, they didn't want to pay him. He came, he, he went to, oh, okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. And going when they got their strap. You ever heard them ones about, like, wrestlers they would be after a certain woman in the town their husbands would find out or some shit like that wait what yeah like like there was i think it was like some type of prank i might have heard it on the legends of wrestling thing where they would call like a hotel room and get the husband to come over there i don't know i have to rewatch it we'll talk about this off air okay i remember a story about terry funk where terry funk had an ex-wife and Basically. Oh, you don't want to go to Terry Funk door either. No. Oh yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Ask Nick Baldwin about it. They had to clean him. So yeah, fuck you in your suit. Your suit's done. But um, the story, like apparently Terry Funk was like the was the rib master. Yeah. So his ex-wife was living with this dude um in the house they originally lived in. Him and Funk and his wife, yeah. ex-wife. So. He goes and lays out in the bushes, calls the cops, saying that uh, there's been a dis- domestic emergency. Please come over. And, just, <laughs> and the door's locked. Or the door's locked door, and he won't open the door, so don't worry about it. Just, just kick the door in or or, or, uh, or hack the door down. Yeah. And they kicked in the door or whatever because he, he was sitting there watching the shit happen. That's basically, like, I believe, um, if I remember correctly, it's Dusty Rose telling the story about, yeah, Dusty yeah. Rose telling, recalling the story. Like, yeah, man. Uh, the other one with Nick Bockwinkle is... Uh, they're going to Funk's house, him and Nick Bockwinkle. Yeah, um, I know this one. Yeah. yeah, they're in the back, and they, they thought that uh, Terry Funk was asleep in the room, so the window's open, so they turn on the hose, and they're going to let the hose out, uh, sticking it into the window and, like, <laughs> and put water on everybody. But apparently Terry was somewhere, saw them from something from behind, came from all the way behind them, yep. and sh- let a shotgun in the air and let it off and shot in the air. And it scared Nick Bockwinkle so much that he shot himself. <laughs> yeah, like that's the story. Like, and Nick Bockwinkle was in one of them suits that he was always wearing. Like, yeah, yeah so he's, yeah, you'll never wear that suit again. <laughs> you'll never wear that suit again. <laughs> and I'm gonna end it on this note. You ain't want to go to Chris Benoit's house. This has been One Nation Radio. <laughs> Later. <laughs> What's going on, listeners of One Nation Radio? While you're enjoying the show, I'm sure you're thinking, man, how can I help One Nation Radio? 
Well, we have the answers here. There are a few things you can do and they don't take long at all. First, go to your iTunes and search for One Nation Radio under podcast. Rate us five stars and leave a review and we'll be sure to mention you on the next show. The reason that's important is because it helps populate it in the iTunes system and brings it to a larger audience. Next, follow us on Twitter at One Nation Radio at DangerRich32 with two R's and at James Boyd ONR. We love hearing from our listeners and it's, you know, it's paramount to us, you know, releasing the podcast to you faster. Um, One Nation Radio is a global podcast with listeners all over the USA from Tampa to Wichita, Kansas to New York to Tucson, Arizona, Seattle, Washington, anywhere you can think of in the USA. Um, they're locked into One Nation Radio and abroad, such as the UK, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Ghana, Pakistan, and Canada. Keep listening. Thank you for the support. And make sure you guys keep spreading the word about One Nation Radio.